0: Hey there crafter with a full-time job. If you are looking for a way to make extra 10K in your sleep from SVG cut files in the next 12 months, I'm here to help. Sign up for my free masterclass below and get my secrets for a six figure SVG business. So we are gonna talk about the, how to deal with your emotions in your business. And I will be inviting Madeline, Coach Madeline, to talk about how to deal with your emotions in
1: your business. Hey
2: there. Yeah. Hello from Alaska. (laughs) Hello and welcome. I'm in Melbourne and it's
1: 10 a.m. on my side.
2: Okay. On Saturday.
1: Yeah. (laughs) On Saturday.
2: Crazy, you guys. We tried to do this yesterday, but it was Thursday my time. You are a version of time travel for me right now.
1: Uh, Yes, I'm from the future.
2: (laughs) What's Saturday like? Good vibes? Do we have good vibes? Good vibes. (laughs) (laughs) So, how's everything in Alaska? It's good, it's sunny. So, we have this crazy thing in Alaska where we get 24 hours of daylight in the summer, and then in the winter, we get a lot of darkness. Uh, there's a couple of months where the sun doesn't crest above tree lines, so you don't feel sun on your face for a very long time. And we're now in a period where the sun is growing at four hours a month. So last month, let's see, the sun sets at like 10 now. Last month it set at eight. Next month it'll set at noon, and the following month it won't set at all. Oh,
1: those are some crazy timings.
2: <laughs> yeah. Stop.
1: it's like a completely different life out there right
2: yeah and you know we're talking about emotions in business uh the sun controls your circadian rhythm in your body and so there's actually a lot of emotions that come up when you have a lack of vitamin d and a lack of sun energy um in you for so long and with just so much darkness here in the winter like it doesn't When I say we only get a couple of hours of daylight in the winter, it's not daylight. It's like dusk and dawn, pink and purple skies, bright enough to see, but it's not sunny. So that throws a whole nother level (laughs) into being an entrepreneur. Like, how do you get yourself up in the morning when it's out all day? I mean, need like toothpicks to keep your eyes open because your body just doesn't want to wake up.
1: Uh Yeah, so true. But I think for someone who some people who are nocturnal who, who feel more active during the night, which is me, I think that will be an ideal place to stay. Cause I love to work at night. I'm I'm so super sleepy during the day. At night I'm wide awake. Mm. I can do anything at
2: night. Yeah, you get that creative life force energy flowing. Once everybody else has fallen asleep, you can finally like wake up. Yep, yep.
1: I think my, me and my husband we are both similar in that. So we we sleep really late at night, two a.m., three a.m. That's fun. That's our time.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I some people call it like the the witching hour. Um, but like three in the morning, I've I've built entire websites in the middle of of the night before, especially when I lived alone before. I'm being with my partner. Um, he works. A nine to five and so he needs to sleep at a certain time and we live in this one room cabin so I don't do many late night uh work experiences anymore um but yeah man you're bringing me back to, to the past <laughs> I have experiences like that too they're really really awesome make you feel a yeah. lot yeah so tell us about yourself a little background how did you get started
1: what what are you doing right now
2: well, thanks for having me on. This is so cool how we connected. Um, for you guys yeah. that know, uh, we connected in this Facebook group called Women Helping Women Entrepreneurs, where you can do market research for your company, you can promote your company, you can connect with other uh, female entrepreneurs, which is really special. There's, we're at a really cool time in the world where it's our. I'm back, <laughs> my my alarm went off. Um. We're in this really cool time um, in society where we can actually, as women, um, do whatever we want, for the most part, in most places in the world. Um, It is up to us to believe that we can, um, and it is up to us to do. It is up to us to take the scary step forward, um, and it's up to us to hold ourselves and, and hold ourselves accountable for our emotions that we experience, which means... Sometimes healing past trauma because a lot of emotions that come up in business, this is my sixth business. So you ask like, how I started like how I got into mindset coaching was growing through all of these businesses and experiencing all of the emotions experiencing failed launches. Um, experiencing uh, $100,000 offers, experiencing product-based businesses, service-based businesses, and building them all from the ground up. And for me, that really started with my professional ski career. So I'm an ex-professional athlete and I ski mountaineered. I actually did free solo ice climbing. So... You guys have seen like the Free Solo movie, I believe it's by Alex Honnold, where he's like clinging to the rocks, climbing Yosemite. It's like similar to that. Um, The consequences aren't always as grave, but like I've held on uh, with (laughs) everyone's just trying to call me right now. Held on to a mountain with no ropes uh, over a 600 foot cliff. So crazy, crazy stuff and like having to just be so laser focused on what you're doing in that moment where you're not attached to any ropes, you're not attached to the mountain, you literally are you, your ice picks, and the mountain ahead of you. There is no better mindset training for business than that. Because the worst thing that can happen in those experiences is obviously death. The worst thing that's going to happen in your business is it even bankruptcy? There's so many women that come back and become multi millionaires. And I've even seen stories of people becoming billionaires after bankruptcy. So like, what is the worst thing that's going to happen? Someone's going to tell you that your branding is bad, or that they didn't like your product, that they don't believe in you that maybe they don't want to be friends with you anymore, or your best friend starts bad mouthing you because you're shining your light. And it's it's showing her that she needs to stand up in her power, which she doesn't want to do. Like a lot of us become business owners and we become successful and then the people around us either support us or they don't. And sometimes there's no in between. Like they either support you and help you rise or they try and tear you down. And so it's up to you to support yourself. You cannot be looking for other people for outside validation. You cannot have, a codependent relationship with your business. Um, When I say that, I mean like you're happy whether only if your business makes sales, but if your business doesn't make sales, then you're not happy. That's codependency. And you can see that in relationships as well. Like if you're codependent with your business, basically if anything is happening in your business, this is what I've experienced over the last six businesses I've owned. If anything is happening in your business that's um, not making more sales or it's some sort of like block, whether it's a creative block, money block, any sort of block, it is most likely an opportunity for you to dive deeper into the personal development in your life. And that has been my favorite part about owning businesses and being an entrepreneur and growing them from the ground up is that it's been the personal development journey of a lifetime.
1: (laughs) So it's mostly tied to what you are experiencing in your personal life. And that is what reflects in your business. If like, for example, if you are not, full i mean if you're not uh, fully equipped and if you're not if you don't have the means of dealing with your own personal traumas it's going to show up in your business as well so that's what you're saying
2: yeah sooner or later yeah it can look as uh codependency with sales it can be that when somebody um, badmouse you or you lose a friend or you're having like difficult communication with your partner, you then start experiencing difficult communication in your business. And sometimes you don't even realize your communication was off with your family members, your husband, your wife, your sister, whatever, until you're like, man, I've been having all of these really annoying clients or people that are just like grinding my gears. And the fact is like, that is a projection for you to understand. It's not them. It's you. It's always you. And it's an opportunity for you to evaluate the other areas of your life. Business is a blessing. Business problems are a blessing because they allow you to be more holistically successful in your life. That's what success is for me. It's not money in my business. It's a balanced life. It's happiness. It's fulfillment, contentment, play, freedom, time, freedom, money, freedom love connection that's success for me Mm
1: -hmm. so it depends on how you define success as well
2: sure and i think on that note if you're looking for you know a bunch of money in your business and that's the only thing that's going to make you happy i would suggest finding hobbies when people come to me especially like in the dms or i see marketing um and maybe some of you watching have done this too like if you do that's totally fine i'm not like bad mouthing you specifically or anything. But when I see people that say their passion in life is what they do for business, my passion in life is helping people make $100,000, my a month, my passion is, um, yeah, just like helping someone do this, giving someone that's providing the service to someone, I'm wondering if you're also a people pleaser, one, two, if you're just not using the right words. um, And then three, do you have Hobbies that actually fill your cup up because the idea in business, whether you're a product or service based business owner, is that you have used other things to fill your cup up so that you can overflow to your customers. Really, first, so you can overflow to your partner, so you can overflow to your family and your friends, and then so you can overflow to your clients. Even the people, let's say you're going to fill up your gas. down at the corner market and you see someone and you throw them a smile as opposed to just kind of like being in your own little world and being like in an okay mood. Like we want to fill you up first so that you can overflow to people. Now that is going to come from being about being passionate about things that aren't related to your business. You can love your business. I love my, I created my business. I love my business. I am good at my business. I would not say that my business is the number one thing that fuels me. It is not the thing that I am most passionate about in the world. I am passionate about petting my dog, cooking, gardening, rock climbing, skiing, being with my family. Those are the things that I'm passionate about. Those are the reasons why I'm in business. Now, I can go and work for someone else. Certainly. I can go and sell things on Amazon, just resell things that maybe I don't really care about that isn't making a difference in the world and make money. There's a lot of things you can do to make money. But when you're in this industry, sharing something like your creativity with other people, sharing something like your love and your experiences, your lessons with other people, there's a different connection there. And so you must have other passions in life because you need to be working from overflow when you're that connected to something like it's really easy to leave the nine to five you know leave the problems at work and come home it is definitely more difficult to leave the problems in your own business and then come home break free from those not lay up at night thinking about oh did i say the right thing to that client like oh my goodness and like this is why i recommend having a conflict resolution plan in your business if you ever have any sort which you will of testy clients people that want refunds Um, Just like anything that goes wrong in your business, your website gets shut down. God forbid, like anything that could go wrong in your business, which things do, it's good to have a conflict resolution plan. So when that happens, you're not just like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. It's like, okay, I know exactly what to do. I'm going to go back to square one, which is my business plan, the sacred structure that I created. So my divine feminine energy can flow and be amplified within that structure. Now, what do I do? hey, I already know what to do because I came up with it when I wasn't in a space of fear, when I wasn't in a space of lack, when I was actually in a creative space, ready to make those decisions that actually need to be made when your nervous system is fried because something went wrong in your business. Does that make sense? I love that. Yep. I love that. Yeah, That is
1: such a wonderful plan. It <laughs> come plan when you are in a sound state of mind so that when things go crazy you don't end up going crazy with it
2: yeah because they will right like i've had so many crazy i've been threatened to be sued multiple times i have lost best friends over my business because they just were they wanted to keep drinking at the bar and they wanted to keep talking smack about other people in town and they just like didn't want to rise they didn't want to be the become the best versions of themselves And they were also business owners, and we were working together, and I had to break free. And that's not easy. I'm not saying this is easy. What I'm saying is exactly what you just repeated, to come up with the plan when you're in that sound state of mind. I mean, this is what successful businesses do. Do you think Amex, the credit card company, allows their customer service representatives to just deal with the customer how they see fit when something goes wrong? No, they read off a script. They're in fact trained in the company specific conflict resolution plan that is on brand for their company. Your conflict resolution can be on brand. My conflict resolution, so for example, this is a good one, I made a big mistake recently. I had my Stripe payment processor hooked up to my email so I got an email every time someone bought my program. I had someone buy the program and Stripe didn't send me an email. It was their fault. I, my intuition, 10 minutes before the start date of the program, I checked Stripe. I saw someone bought that I didn't get notified about. She ended up missing the first module. Like, I reached out to her. I was so nervous. And my conflict resolution plan is to be honest and to offer more. I don't offer discounts. What I do instead when that happens, or like give them their money back refunds, what I do instead is I offer them the opportunity to have more with me. And so I upgraded her thirty-minute call to a sixty-minute call, and she was so lovely, you guys. I have been calling in the most amazing clients because I made this big switch in my business. I spent I spent over ten thousand dollars learning pain point marketing. We have been pain point marketed to since we were children by pharmaceutical companies, by big corporations. They tell us all the things that are wrong with us and why we need their thing. And so it's no wonder why a lot of us business owners get into the habit of speaking to the fears of our customers because we've been there. Our product has been the bridge to get us from somewhere we didn't want to be to somewhere we want to be. So Mm -hmm. why don't we speak? to where they go after they buy our product. Do, do they get happier? Do they experience a new level of creativity? Do, are we giving them the gift of giving, the ability to then give that product that they bought from us to someone else? Are we selling connection? Are we selling them their higher self? What is it? Because whether you sell them where they're at or where they're going, you can sell the same product. So I now choose to sell where they're going and the clients that come to me are a dream. They don't ask for refunds. They then buy more from me even when I screw up because <laughs> I'm human and I'm honest about it. And so that's how that's a great example of how conflict resolution has worked in my business and how my shift in copywriting has attracted these ideal clients like soulmate dream clients into my world.
1: Uh-huh. That's wonderful. I love that tip. This podcast is
0: sponsored by my Ivy League standard SVG business coaching program, SVG Superstar, where you not only learn to design SVGs, but also how to sell those designs to make money in your sleep. To learn more about my program, sign up for my free masterclass via the link in the description.
1: So you talked about having this kind of not having this kind of codependent relationship with your business. So do you have any tips on how to avoid being codependent on your business?
2: Yeah, so one would be to have a passion, which I already talked about outside of your business. Um, what's really important is to find something that fills you up, that fuels your heart. Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, it doesn't matter. I'm going to say something that's going to surprise you guys. I'm actually an introvert. I was trained to be an ex to be an extrovert as a child. I was, I, I was a child model before I can even remember at age three. So I was trained on stage. I'm actually an introvert. So I need to fill my cup up before I give to others. If I show up for my business without being fueled by my passions, being fueled by whatever it is, my meditation, my long walks, my adventure, then when something happens in my business, that something could be no sales, I just get, I get depleted, I get drained, I get, I wonder why, why it's not happening for me, I then think, oh, it must be me, I then have my boyfriend read over the email that I sent to the client that didn't sign, because I feel like it was my fault, and I said something wrong, like, these are things I still do. The difference is that I notice and I don't spiral. I notice and a part of me just kind of giggles. And it's like, oh, Madeline, look at what you're doing. And I'm like, oh, thank you, higher self. And then I move forward. Like we're all human, right? So that would be one piece of advice. If you don't want a codependent relationship with your business, create other passions in your life um, that allow you to fill your cup up so you could overflow. And then when something goes wrong in your business, it doesn't hurt your nervous system. You're just like, oh, they didn't buy perfect that means they weren't meant for me because if they did buy maybe then they would have wanted a refund down the line or they would (laughs) have I don't know something could have happened that then would have been a bigger deal than them just ghosting me right and that happens that happens to everyone Um, so another thing that I would recommend if you don't want to have a codependent relationship with your business is to evaluate your life and see where you might have codependent relationships are you only happy if you eat a certain thing are you only feeling good if you live in a certain place like literally here's an exercise you can do right now draw a circle okay and so take notes or just remember watch this video again if you don't have notes with you draw a circle on a piece of paper cut the pe- or cut the circle into pizza slices okay so now you have a circle with a bunch of lines through it it looks like a pizza pie label each pizza slice with an area of your life that is meaningful to you so for me i would do faith career family, self-love, which is, like, my spirituality, I guess, um, and also, like, my mindset. Um, So maybe mental health, physical health, um, my personal relationship. Like, whatever you want. Just name each pizza pie piece. You can get really creative with this. Do, like, jazzy paper. I love Sharpies. I have, like – you guys, look at my office. Like, this is – I have a one-room cabin in Alaska. I literally draw on my walls – I use sticky notes as my to-do list items. And then when I'm done, I write little love notes on the back and I save them as memories. Like I've created every part of my business to be something that can like raise my vibration. And so create your pizza pie, label everything. And then in the middle, like the dot that connects all the triangles in the very middle, let's say that's zero, all the way to the end is going to be 10. 10 being the best, zero being the worst color in each pizza slice to the level that you feel like you are currently living in each area. So if your faith is on point, like your relationship with God, source, universe, whatever it is for you, feels super deep, super connected, like it's just awesome, that might be a 10 for you. Maybe your mindset isn't great. You notice that you're actually not your number one fan. In fact, um, you're kind of a bully to yourself in the privacy of your own mind. Maybe that one only gets a little bit of shading and that's a two. So in the end, you're gonna have this circle that has different levels of color and you're gonna be able to look and see what areas of your life need attention. Now, when we're getting testy in business, because we have a codependent relationship with it, it's usually an indicator that one of these other areas of our life, if not many, are not getting attention. This is how I teach meditation as well. So if you have thoughts coming to you, like negative thoughts about your business, negative thoughts about yourself, just like honestly, a constant stream of thoughts that bother you, they're trying to tell you something. These thoughts need recognition, just like these other areas in your life need recognition. So how I teach, this is one style of meditation I teach, mindfulness training, is sit in contemplation, allow the thoughts to come, and when they come, say hello. Ask them for the message. Hey, thought, why are you here? Why do you keep coming into my world over and over again when I ask you to leave every time and you keep coming back? Why, what's the message? You're you're gonna get a message. You're either gonna get a feeling, you're gonna see something, or you're gonna hear something. It might take a second for you to tap in and sit down and really tune in with your body, but something will happen and notice now this takes practice, do it over and over and over. And you're going to get different messages each time, whatever it is, receive the message. Say, thank you. Thank you. Thought for coming into my mind. You know, it's like the 50th time you've been here today to tell me that, um, that thing about me that I'm really sick of hearing but but thank you I got the message I realized that that thought was actually telling me to pay more attention to this area of my life thank you for that I am now going to release you thought into the universe so you can play and be your own person because I know you're just here to serve my highest good and I got your message you're not serving me anymore your job is done thank you now that whole thing that I just explained to you can be as like you can sit in meditation, and so contemplation is when you allow your mind to run, like being at the dog park. You let let the thoughts come through. You need if you're not doing this, you guys, you gotta do this. You gotta let your mind run. If you're constantly wondering why your mind is flooded with thoughts, it's because you never let your thoughts run. Every once in a while, at least once a week, let your thoughts run. Now meditation is when you don't want the thoughts, right? You want to sit and you wanna be in stillness and silence. And so when the thoughts come through, which they do in meditation, we call meditation yoga of the mind, which I'm formally trained in for over a decade. When the thoughts come in, you can do this, hello, thank you, goodbye. You're not asking the message then. You're just saying, hello, thank you, goodbye. And then you get maybe another second or two of stillness and another thought comes in, hello, thank you, goodbye. Eventually you get more time in between those thoughts. It's very lovely.
1: That, that's a wonderful exercise, like to just
2: have a conversation with your thoughts
1: so that eventually your mind is cleared of all those extra baggage that you're carrying, that you're not supposed to carry.
2: Right. So much extra baggage from society, from television, from from all the, the Netflix shows you're watching. I- I'm like on a series right now i'm not saying don't watch tv but anything that you watch and see like your brain is picking up over a million bits of information every second that's a lot of processing you've got to give yeah. yourself compassion give yourself a break notice that you're human and this is just how you live in the life and what you're what you are attempting to doing being the best version of yourself possible is quite the task it's actually the task of a lifetime So I guess another, another recommendation I would say, if you don't want to be codependent with your business is to give yourself some compassion. Can you guys hear my dog? He's He's a little toy poodle. I recommend just loving yourself more when something, when something messes up in your life, when you mess up, when you don't live up to that standard that you set so high for yourself, give yourself some love and compassion because you won't be able to give your business or your clients or the people that don't become your clients, compassion and love if you're not already loving yourself it is so important Eli come
1: thank you that was a wonderful tip I think uh, I've learned a lot about how to deal with my emotions and how to how to maneuver through typical areas of the business because this is something I struggle with personally as well
2: yeah, and me too. That's how I. That's how I came up with all this stuff. <laughs> I'm let my dog out and show you guys Alaska because it is gorgeous and snowy, and a lot of people will never even make it to Alaska in a lifetime. So. Okay.
1: <laughs> I've They're phenomenal. Like such a beautiful scenery out there.
2: Yeah, we love it. My man just got home. That's why my dog is barking. I'll show you guys my bees. This, So my passions, this is how I don't have the codependent relationship with my business all the time. Because I'm a Not beekeeper a- and I'm a gardener. This is our greenhouse. And I have amazing, an amazing partner. And I come outside and I say hello to the sun. And I have my own practices that allow me to be the best version of myself for me. For no one else but for me.
1: That's wonderful, so it's always helpful to have some kind of hobby outside of your business mm-hmm. to fill your cup
2: yes, to overflow, so then you can only give, and this any moms on here really need to hear this, you can only give when you in our when you're in a state of overflow and stay full like I don't know how so many do it, <laughs> just like the giving, 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 and not giving back to themselves. I think that's how we see, like, you know, the maybe the postpartum depression and um, just the moms that are s- sacrificing themselves for others. And it's a beautiful thing, and it's in our biology to do that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I think if we all just act a little more selfishly, it would help the world even more.
1: Yeah, yeah. Always take some time out for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So... One last question, I guess. So a lot, of, a lot of people get bad reviews in their shops, right? So, sure. But you can't. One, only- <laughs> day, one day you're riding high because of the very wonderful review you got. And the next day, all that thing doesn't matter at all because of that bad review that you received. Mm-hmm. So in a situation like that, how do you? what do you do? How do you deal with that? Mm-hmm.
2: So in the moment right? So you get that email with the review from Etsy and it was someone that bought and you can't delete the review and you see, or maybe it's Airbnb if you're selling, if you're renting your home, whatever it is, a site where you can't delete your review, notice where the feeling is in your body. Now, this is if you haven't done the work before to be at that point where like, you're not experiencing the high highs when someone's buying your stuff because you're getting that high from other places, from nature, from the love that you have with your family which means you're also not experiencing the low lows. Like successful business owners that run massive companies and have an overall successful balanced life, they don't have the high highs or the low lows. They stay pretty neutral. And so if you haven't done enough of that work before and you are incredibly distraught over this bad review, what I want you to do is sit and notice where it is in your body. Let's say it's in your heart. Your heart is aching because you spent so much time and energy on this product and you wrote a handwritten note for this customer and you paid for the expedited shipping so it would get to them quickly. And not only did you not get crickets, you got a bad review. You're going to feel where it is. I'm going to say maybe it's in your heart. Maybe it's in your gut. Put your hand there and notice. Close your eyes and notice. Is there a sensation is there a feeling what like what can you name the feeling what is it we might feel anger well below anger is usually sadness if you haven't ever done this google the feelings wheel it'll show you core emotions in the middle and then it'll branch out and show you all of the different emotions that are packed underneath so anger actually it can be broken down into 15 other emotions and to know what you're really feeling is really important you haven't done this yet So you're going to put your hand on your heart if you're feeling it in your heart, and you're just going to close your eyes and notice how is it feeling. Okay, can I feel it deeper? Can I really feel all of it? Can I get myself to cry? Can I feel it to the point where I can release it? Because when you don't just shove an emotion to the side and you actually feel it to its core, you get to dissolve it. It dissolves and you become an emotional alchemist. Now, maybe this emotion, maybe you're not able to fully feel it because you have a trauma that has created a block in your body so that you don't experience these deep emotions because these deep emotions mean deep pain for you. And so this is your body's um, safety mechanism. You can't feel the whole emotion. So how about this? How about we look at it? Is there a color? Is there a texture? Is there anything attached to that emotion that has something that we can see is there a message? I want, you to, I want you to create a relationship with the emotion right there, right at your computer, in front of your email, sitting, having a date with this emotion. Because what a lot of us want to do is feel the emotion and then say, well, I don't have time to feel this. I have things to do. I can't feel this emotion now. And then it gets pent up. And then it's like, my cup is filled up to here. Right. And every other little thing that happens to you, like that's when you get road rage, like when little things that don't matter, start also creating strong emotions it's because you didn't allow yourself to fully feel that emotion that came up during something that you were really connected with, like a sale in your business. Like, yeah, we're connected to that because we're not just working for someone else. We're working for ourselves. It's up to us. Mm -hmm. So was that helpful? Did that answer your question?
1: Yep, yep, that was really helpful. So, date your emotion, have a chat with it and then tell your emotion that I don't have time for this. I don't have time for you. Go away. I'm
2: oh, just... I would actually I I would say to um so actually I need to amend that because what I'm what I'm looking to say is to really feel the emotion and that a lot what a lot of us do is tell the emotion we don't have time for it. When instead, we, we do need to have time for it. We need to make space for it. And so if you're sitting in front of your computer and you have that bad feeling because somebody sent, did a really bad review for no reason on your Etsy shop or whatever it is, feel that emotion to its core. Really feel it. Feel it until you can cry. Feel it until you can release it. Feel it until you understand where it's really coming from. Did, did you get bullied as a kid, did you make something for someone? And then they showed it to the class and told the whole class that it was horrible. Like, is there a deeper experience here that you haven't fully grieved from your childhood maybe that is now causing you to have stirred up emotions in a codependent relationship with your clients and your sales and your business? So when we fully feel our emotions and make time for them, instead of just telling them to go away, that's when they keep popping up in other areas of our lives where they really don't belong. Like when someone puts a bad review on your website, it's like, that is, that's going to hurt. It's going to sting, but the more we can feel it when that happens, the less it will happen because we will take that codependent relationship that we've created with our business because of maybe childhood wounding, who knows what it is for you. And that'll dissolve because now no one else needs to tell you you're worthy other than you. And you will have enough positive reviews on your website because you are good at what you do and you are going to keep going. You're going to keep selling. You're going to keep moving forward. That one person already stole some of your joy. Don't let them steal any more sales. Keep moving forward and respond. You can usually respond to comments. And so this is really where that action plan that we talked about earlier can step in.
1: All right. So thanks for correcting me on that. So that was a wonderful chat we had with thank you so much for those wonderful tips so five takeaway points that i have written down from our conversation is number one you not have any code dependent relationship with your business and to do that get a hobby outside of your business to fill your cup to the so that it's overflowing and then have a conflict resolution plan in place in advance number four spend more time practicing mindfulness, and number five, date your emotions.
2: Yes. Yes. Am I I right? I love that. Yes.
1: (laughs) Awesome. So, thanks so much. So, would you like to talk about your services? I would love to. What do you do?
2: Yeah. So, I'm currently running a group program called Build the Biz, where I teach the energetics of entrepreneurship. I teach emotional management, I teach strategy, I teach networking both on and offline. I have been so blessed to have been able to have just all of these different wild experiences in multiple businesses um, and be naturally a gifted teacher. I've taught at multiple universities. Um, And so taking my whole business online has been an amazing opportunity for me to share what I do with the world. And so I'm currently actually offering complimentary connection calls for anybody that is interested in learning more about me and needs help has a problem that they'd like to be coached through, but they don't have the money to go out and hire a coach right now to answer all of their questions. So if you'd like to book a connection call with me, just send me a message. And then from there, if I see that what you uh, need help with, I can help you with, I'll invite you into one of my, one of my one-on-one programs. And so I typically start by figuring out what you want to do with your life. Yes, I know you're here for business, but why are you building the business? Like, why aren't you just working for someone else? Building a business is difficult emotionally, it takes a lot of time. It's usually because there's some sort of dream life you desire time, freedom, money, freedom. What is it? We figure out what that is, and the sky isn't even the limit. Once we figure out what that is, I then help you build a sales system, sometimes completely automated if you're looking for just passive income in your life, so that you can then have the appropriate steps, that sacred masculine structure, to then allow the business of your dreams to evolve. Because we want to lead with our divine feminine. We need masculine structure in order to let our feminine energy flow and amplify. Otherwise the wild feminine in us is like, well, I'm going to go on TikTok. I'm going to go on Instagram. Uh, I'm going to go door to door. I'm going to sell all these different things, but then you're doing everything and nothing's happening. So how can we build a system so that you have traffic drivers that lead to a lead capture system in your business that then turn into a sales generator to create income for you, which then allows your cup to be full so you can provide more value to your people. So then you have time and creative energy to create more and sell to your community. So it's this closed loop system. Um, and I can create that for you with you in 90 minutes. I've been doing this for years with my clients. So the next step after a connection call with me would be to move into that. If you're interested in working deeper in your business. And then from there, if you need help implementing that, Will um, get you into one on one of my one on one programs, and with any one on one work with me, you get my Build the Biz program, you get my three day mindset activation. I have a couple passive products for sale. I have freebies. It's all at the Madeline Show which is linked in my bio.
1: Awesome! Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, I love that. I, that is, you are doing such an awesome job. Like people really need this kind of stuff, especially the, all the entrepreneurs we have, all the Uh, female business owners, the craft business owners. So thank you so much for sharing your services and taking your time out for today's uh, call for today's interview. I've learned a lot and I'll be posting this on my podcast as well and hopefully uh, I'll be able to send some customers, some more clients to your side, hopefully. So yeah, thank you so much and any last words or any last any tip you want to give us or show us around
2: <laughs> yeah alaska you can hear those geese in the background we have Icelandic ponies over there and geese wow. protecting the ponies uh it's a straight up farm we're living on here it's pretty great um my last little bit of advice would be to take some red lipstick and write something amazing about yourself on the mirror something beautiful wow. be your biggest fan if you can't do that set an alarm on your phone that says I am a woman. I am fierce or whatever it is for you. And just allow yourself that constant reminder because we get the grace of being human. We're going to feel feelings. And so let's do what we can to pump ourselves up in the meantime. And that might be as simple as a a notification that pops up on our phone three times a day, telling us how awesome we are. So that's really something that you can do right now that, and if you would like to book a connection call with me, um, that is also something that you can do right now.
0: Lastly, if you're looking for a way to make extra 10k in your sleep so you can cut down your hours to spend more time with your kids, sign up for my free masterclass via the link in description. Bye bye!